if I could leave you guys with anything um, valuable, I'll tell you that you are your most valuable asset. Your thoughts, your feelings are genuine. They're real and they deserve to be evaluated. Before you do anything in this life, make sure that you are good first. Because the asset that you own that is the most valuable is you. So before you tell your story, make sure you good with telling your story. Before you get into your problems, make sure you understand that you are the focus in your problems, not the problems. Focus on you. And when you focus on you, you come out better than you did when you went into it. So that's it, man. Just focus on you. Keep yourself as a priority because as black men, we definitely need to prioritize ourselves as black women. You need to prioritize yourself and make sure that you good before you start doing anything for anybody else. So that's it from BJ. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pac, come on this thing. This has been Joy. Hey, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? This is your boy Q from Chopping Up With Q and the Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D Murph, where I literally and I mean literally always got something to say verbally or even non verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it. Talking about do it. It's been uh, past due, overdue. Um, I worked with his brother about a year ago. Knew this brother for a few years. After having so many guests, everybody's favorite cousin out there <laughs> representing the Midwest. Host, somebody say, hey, he has content for mature audience. I- I'm I'm doing my research. You put me on the spot, BJ. Yeah, I said BJ. There go BJ on the other end. Host of Change the subject welcome to the flagrant two brother welcome man i appreciate it by damn time i didn't touch the platform <laughs> <laughs> hey man so i was on twitter and you're right it's about damn time you 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 on the flagrant two and i still like i told you i don't know how that came about when i was like yeah. bro you you ain't been on it wasn't nothing <laughs> personal I promise oh, I you it wasn't. I want the world know. to know. I want the world to know that. They be like, oh, Merv, I just want them to know it wasn't nothing personal. Like I said during the introduction, we linked up in person. We're going to explain what we talked about and what we did. I was on his show with myself, Penrose Eames, and MTV, which people still talk about to this day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That put me in a mat right Man, there. Hey, that was some heavy <laughs> hitters. And that show, I didn't even have to say much because I had guys that I was carrying the torch. And I'm just being transparent. Yeah, man. They but, you know, it, it was it was the perfect mesh of personalities. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think we captured what it's like to be, you know, in the barbershop or you know, just kicking it at the homie's house. Like, that was one of the moments where you just kind of got, like, an inside glimpse. 
yeah. of the homies just, you know, breaking bread with each other and talking about something outside of just typical like nigga stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. we really set the tone for how I wanted to present myself going forward. And that show really did like huge for me. Like it was like huge for me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I definitely appreciate you for being on the very first episode to change the subject Come that on, really put man. me in the game. Hey man, no, no problem, man. As I told you before, man, we here to support and ultimately break bread and see each other do the damn thing and reach levels and heights that even we couldn't even imagine. And right, right, right. Like you said, it's is 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 overdue, and I'm glad to have you on. And for the world, though, for the world that might mm-hmm. not know you, you know what I mean. You you from Detroit, from the Midwest. Yes, you, sir. You you, you you you've been in this podcast game for years. You've whether you was in the group, whether you was behind the scenes, whether you you know just you got a story. So just kind of. <laughs> yeah. Let the world know the introduction to BJ. Well, um, I initially started off with uh, the Grime Lords. Um, uh, three other brothers, um, Penrosines, Rustface, and Stab. We uh, were just like four guys from Detroit, just talking our shit on Sundays, you know, just being brothers. And interesting enough, um, I was just the guy just sitting in on the conversations at that time. I wasn't actually a podcaster and I had a background in um, music doing like engineering and things of that nature. So one day um, Stab was ultimately the editor, the main editor, because Russ did it, too. But he was primarily the editor. And one day, for some reason, um, I ended up with the audio. Gotcha. And um once they gave it to me i you know sat with it did whatever i did but it was just like subtle differences to how i did it like i added effects to it or um i cleaned and compressed the audio so it wasn't as loud it sounded like um it sounded like a more quieter room i took the air out i did a lot of little like intricate things and the fellas was just like extremely impressed with the audio so i think ideally that was like my um my chain in moment like okay he a part of the team he adds a certain you know value but still in all i didn't think i was going to be a guy on the mic but um came to a point where they started like having me on the mic i was um then inducted into the actual hosting of the show um we did some great material we um most notably the back and forth beef at the time with DMST kind of like, you know, shook things up for us or whatever. And then I just been kind of like podcasting ever since. But the way I got here was I was like dealing with like feelings and different things that we weren't talking about. Mm-hmm. Like as a group, you kind of just have to take one for the team. Right. And a lot of the conversations that I was trying to have within the group it was just like well certain guys had never even experienced those feelings may have not even been in tune with those feelings so i was always just left with something to say and no platform so i kind of like struggled 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 with the ideas of like going on my own because i really didn't want to do that but um the more and more i would speak on the shows people were start to say you need to talk more. You need to say more stuff. You be having, 
you know, interesting perspectives on just common conversations. And sure enough, by the time I just jumped out here first and said, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. My very first episode wasn't even structured to be um, completion of a compliment. It just so happened to have fell into that setup because gotcha. we were already kicking it in the hotel room, chopping it up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And right. so... um that was just like God working, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, you know, you can do this. You definitely have the right people in the room. And that was honestly a live show in a sense because the hotel, the suite was packed with people. We yeah, did that in front of a pack of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, that kind of established, changed the subject. And that's where changed the subject even came from. It was just like me having feelings that other guys didn't necessarily have. So I had to carve my own lane and switch things up a little bit so that's why i'm here and it's been it's been a tough road to you know figure things out because some things are still sensitive some things are still touchy but i gotta touch it i gotta talk to people i gotta open myself up and definitely put you know valuable content out so people can get help people can know that it's cool to you know seek out therapy the whole nine like i gotta be that inspiration for those who don't necessarily know um they have a support system somewhere out here so that's why i do what i do and i've been doing pretty good so far you know yes sir and you have but interesting <laughs> though though uh bj is how did you get the title change the subject was it like a, you know what this is it did you have to go through different names I always mm -hmm. like to ask my peers, yo, did you just like wake up, change the subject? Or you was just like, uh, I went through three or four different names and then I was speaking to somebody. Like, how did the title come about for you? Well, it initially started off um, when I first came up with the idea to do a solo show. It was called The Unpopular Opinion because some of the things that I was saying in public on um, some of the shows I was on was always the total opposite of what most men would say to a woman, the total opposite of what most men would say to their brother. It was always something that you probably wouldn't say yourself. And um, I used to get a lot of blowback from dudes too because they used to think that I was caping. You know, like, oh, he's just saying, you know, what makes people feel good. So ultimately, um, I thought that that was my lane. I'm like, okay, well, unpopular opinion was a thing. But then it was so many opinions roaming around in the circle. There was, you know, of course, egos and opinions was, yep. you know, a very huge, you know, movement in Texas and was well respected. And then um, there's another guy that I'm um, really paying attention to, the um, opinionated brother. It's like so many different opinions right, right, that was right. was in the, you know, in the atmosphere. So um, that kind of like put like a monkey wrench in the process because I didn't want to just add my opinion to a bunch of opinions already out. So um, when I sat down and thought about like what it was I really wanted to do, I came to the conclusion that a person like me oftentimes gets tired of talking about the same shit. Right. So. When I when I said that, it's like, all right, you know, usually when you tired of talking about something over and over again, <laughs> somebody jumps out and say, man, change the subject. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like, and that title was a little bit more aggressive. It was a little bit more demanding. It's like when you step in the room and people are talking about small shit, when you come in the room, the conversation should change. Right. Like you should, you should want to be respected amongst your peers. Um, certain people don't talk about what they typically talk about when certain people are around is, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a respect level. And I just wanted to command that respect in my space. So it fit me perfectly. And that's when I knew like, okay, it was like starting to come together. And I really didn't even have changed the subject as a show title until Vegas. Wow. Right. (laughs) Because, you know, like we like we're so vastly different. Like when um. At that time, you had like DMST, you got the Drunken Nights, yeah. you got Poolside Chats, yeah. you had Down with the DMs, you had all of these polarizing figures in this space. We'll you know what I'm saying? That. And it was so many personalities, um, very high confidence levels, and I'm just kind of like still trying to find my way. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I done been here forever, yeah. but I still don't have my footing as a solo host i don't even know if i'm good at solo hosting i'm just like questioning everything so i had to kind of like come through and make that statement like look okay i gotta fit in somewhere in here you know and change the subject was ultimately how i made the difference to the culture that we you know that we're in because very few people talk about the things that i talk about you know and it's like we we can we can afford ourselves space to respect each other, support each other by me doing what I do. Like, I'm not trying to be like nobody. I'm not trying to, you know, flex on nobody. I show love. I support everybody. I listen to everybody. It's, it's space for us. You know what I'm saying? So um, just that perspective of just changing the narrative for men, changing the narrative for women, how we communicate, all of those things. Like, I found my space. And that's what I was most proud of. It's just like, you know, creating my space. And every day the subject changed for a lot of different things because I, you know, I touch it. So that's a dope outlook, man. And, and you're right. You go, I, I catch myself, whether I'm at work or in person or just in general. You're like, man, change the subject, bro. Let's move on. <laughs> well, what, what else we got to talk about? You know what I'm saying? Right, it, it's, right, yeah, right. It's, it's not either suitable for whoever just came into the room or we've been talking about this like you said the same stuff over and over and over yeah let's keep it moving let's change the subject and you brought up something earlier that i want to hit on man so people thought that you was just saying certain stuff just Mm -hmm. to please women and, and just to fit in like i guess for me and it's coming from somebody that's, you know, that really don't know you in Europe. I know it really shouldn't matter. But why do you believe people look at you in that sense? Um, well, at that particular time is um, when I was kind of like moving around, I wasn't transparent about where some of the opinions and things were coming from. I wasn't really talking about my life for real because, again, I never really aspired to even do this. I just yeah. thought that, like, um, carrying conversation at minimum was the responsibility 
to being a you know a podcast host in a sense so really the idea of me kind of caping was just because i wasn't really saying much about where a lot of these opinions came from mm -hmm. um shouts out to the knights because the very first um conversation i had where i kind of like let people into my life was the episode i did with them in vegas <laughs> um and you know um interesting enough the name of the show was i too was a bitch ass nigga mm. you know what i'm saying like yeah. you know just pretty much <laughs> giving me the opportunity to open up a little bit more because of course i wasn't doing it but it also was the leverage i needed because it humanized me because i think people just thought like okay here's this guy we know nothing about telling us all of what we need to do well how we need to see things it's kind of like that steve harvey effect like you know it's a stain on him but with some of the shit it. that he do yep. but he's constantly telling you what you should be doing right. you know what i'm saying and so um i just talked about an issue with me you know losing a, a kid and um not being mature enough to work through some problems with the child's mother how of course i was immature in that stage but learning to have respect for a woman who you know may not be the perfect fit for you in life but still she gave you something that you should always cherish which is a child um we don't always respect the women we have kids with initially because we don't even know that those things are going to happen by us being irresponsible in our physical relationships like you don't know how to um grasp some of these concepts so um i was able to talk about that and um things like changed for me in that regard like people was able to say all right well maybe it is something you know or some truth to some of the things that he's been saying on these shows and then i had another um conversation of just talking about how being a good dude is not easy mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and um i did an episode with uh, avery um with a uh, soul of a hustler and um, me and Sayer from the streets, uh, the officially street podcast, we just sat down and talked about like being a good dude and being a good dude used to get me like fucked over crazy yeah. out here, you know, and I talked about that, like, you know, still in all, even though these women are playing you, they don't respect you. Um, you have to maintain a sense of integrity. You have to understand that this is a process where people are going to try you and your name is what solidifies your legacy it has nothing to do with the work you put in it's how that name comes out at the end you know what i'm saying like what are they saying when they say your name when all of this is said and done yep. you know you know when women when your name is brought up in the room full of women are they saying oh he a whole ass nigga or are they saying you know yeah he got some flaws but overall he's a good dude like what do they say yep. you know when your name is brought up so like that was a conversation and then gradually I begin to open up more and more every show, you know, because of course people are receiving you now. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, now we understand why he's saying what he's saying, mm -hmm. you know, so it was all a process, but I respected it. Like so many people, you know, they have to have those moments where somebody tries you and then you have to rise to the occasion like that gains respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't just think that we can just say whatever we want and not have no facts, you know, no fact checks every now and again. You have to 
sometimes have to put your resume on the table, you know? Yes, sir. And that takes confidence, though, BJ. A lot of confidence. And yeah. for you to just say what you said, yo, Murph, I had to put myself out there. I wasn't sure people, you know, was gravitating to it and, and, and was receiving it. But what about for mm. those in this game that either still hasn't done it or they haven't, you know, they did do it, but it it wasn't well received. I had that moment too. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I done started and stopped a few times and I think what it, I think what it becomes for most people, and this is just my opinion, is you think that when you come into this, it's easy. You know, it's just a matter of right. turning your mic on, mic check one two one two, yeah. and let's just get to it. That's like right. you really think it's that simple, and it is not. It really is not. Do you, I mean, especially in the age of social media, where um, bad and good news travel fast. Yep. So. You can say something literally tonight at 11.31 and by 11.40, you are damn near viral. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it really matters what you bring to the table when you have these conversations. And that's also what drives me, too. It's like I don't ever want to say anything that's going to be cemented in this world forever and then not be thought provoking or even thought out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just can't do it. Like, I'm not the dude who you can come to a show and he's going to have, like, an overtly sexual conversation. That's not me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because there's so many other things about sex that we tend to overlook by just chasing after our lust and our temptation. I'm a dude that, you know, just has to put something into the conversation that's of value. So, you know, it's certain things that I pride myself on. You'll never get that, you know, that vulgar or that profane conversation from me. You'll never get that. You know what I'm saying? Because, of course, I think about legacy. I think about what's going to be said about me when this is all said and done. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, of course, I got my story and my, you know, my back, my back story, of course. But ain't nobody going to know that. But me and the person I shared that, you know, that experience with. Yes, sir. I just think I just think that we have to we have to maintain maintain a sense of respect and integrity and everything is not for content. <laughs> you know, that's just me. But, you know, respect to those that are open about it, because it's a lot of stuff about that that we do need to hear. But I'm just not that dude. You know what you just said is for somebody. Somebody that's first time listening, thank you for tuning in. And for those who's experienced and rocking with me, that that might be something, especially if you are a content creator. Mm-hmm. Or you're someone that is a public figure and people listen to your words and what you say. Some things are better left unsaid. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree Amen. with that. Because you will yeah. put your uh, foot in your mouth. Where you be like, oh, did I right. just? Yep. You got to think about what you say and how you say it, your tone, your delivery, or just don't say nothing. Yeah, yeah. And it be the moments where you, <laughs> you know, you record, you feel like, okay, I've been doing this for so long. I've been doing this for X amount of years. And it, it comes that one weekend where you're supposed to record and you don't have nothing to say. Yep. 
you don't have you didn't ran out of everything to say you have to know how to maneuver in those moments when you're speechless like that's the key to being the host like you have to know what to do at all costs when you speechless when you feel like you done talked about the same things over and over again how can i reintroduce you to something that is always talked about and still make you interested you know you have to be witty you have to yeah. have wordplay yeah. you have to be intelligent you have to read between the lines and outside of the margins you have to know who to talk to about certain things it's an art to picking a guest like it's so much that uh -oh. goes on uh -oh. in this. <laughs> uh oh, we didn't got them started. Hey y'all, I hope y'all taking notes. BJ telling y'all the game. They like Murph, is this true? Murph, like Murph, how many shows you done did? It ain't the point. The point is the man is speaking. As a host, you mm -hmm. gotta be ready each and every time you record. Yes, you can't say the same stuff over and over again. Because they're like, oh, we already know what Murph's going to say. Oh, we know what BJ going to say. Oh, we know this mm -hmm. guest. Nope. We got to change it up. Change yeah. the subject. Right, right, right. Come on. And it comes it comes in different forms. Like, there's moments when, like, I've, and I've just been, you know, experiencing this within, you know, the last couple of weeks is I have a, I have a vision board for my show and nice. the vision board is to keep me focused on what I'm actually seeing um, as far as the potential of change the subject because I want to do a little bit more of the talk show form but of course I don't want to do it to where all you hear is audio I kind of want to you know get into the idea of actually having a visual show Gotcha. But, you know, that takes time, of course. So what I do is I write these realistic expectations and then I research all of the things that it will take for me to get to this point. And once I get the information down and know how, you know, strenuous this will be, then I'll set a date. Right. So I have this date in mind. And then what I ended up doing was I put like four people that I felt like would be credible visual guests on the show without even knowing that I was pretty much manifesting, you know, my dreams and manifesting the things that I see and the visions that, you know, of course, come to me at random points of days and different times. All five of these people came to me before I was even ready for them to be on this stage of the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, just by me taking the time to think things out structure conversations um shouts out to so many people um one of the people that um i'm not gonna say her name but i've been holding on to a conversation for a particular young lady since vegas like i have to like literally go to her and sit down and have this conversation wow. like there's there are so many things on this vision board that even date back to Palooza and all of the stuff that I see for myself, like I hold dear to a lot of this. And I'm preparing every day for the point where I can take it to a visual platform and doing merch and doing public speaking engagements and, you know, turning it into a initiative to where it could be of some sort of community service or a 
nonprofit. Like I have these visions and these things. But of course, in knowing that this is the vision, I have to continually refine what I'm doing every day now. Yep. So that, of course, when it's all said and done and they say your name and they say your show name and all of these things, they can say it can't. This came from nothing. I was there when he started it. Yeah. I saw what he did with it. I yeah. saw how he helped people. Yeah. I saw the guests he brought on. I yeah. saw, you know, him putting his real his real shit yeah. on the table and saying, yeah. "Look, this is what a real nigga is going through right now." <laughs> Facts. Take it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this is and this is why something that I really didn't see for myself has become a passion project because man, I get to help people. You know what I'm saying? Is it you will be surprised at how many people sending emails just saying like look man i went through that and i didn't even know that that's what it was yep. you know i've been abused i've been you know i've been manipulated by you know blood relatives i got church hurt i got this i got that i got this you know what i'm saying like we are the gateway to therapy for some people whether we notice or not listen you know what I'm Listeners, y'all hear BJ <laughs> preaching tonight, this morning, this evening, doing your work, doing your break, uh, on the car ride. Hey, y'all, man yeah. is telling you, and you went deep. Like, bro, you letting them know you wrote it down, you writing it down, you researching, mm -hmm. you taking time to strategize. They like Murph. Yeah. The listeners like Murph. Is this, this how it is? Yeah. Yeah. And you don't get a dime for it. <sighs> You don't get nothing for it. Come on. Passion yeah. project. You just said it. Mm-hmm. Passion project. You don't get you don't get it. You don't get it up front. You know? And the value that becomes of it has nothing to do with money. It's nothing to do with money. You know what I'm saying? Like it I I really truly affect change by being transparent. Like in yep. the people that you meet the relationships that you develop the yep. rooms that you get to enter into come on you know i mean like shit we we looking at you right now oh, you know man. 250 episodes total between the two brands yeah. and and counting you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. and yeah. having formidable guests and from the sports to actors like this is a grind yeah, this I is a grind that. yeah, yeah I and it, it don't it don't come with it don't come with no money off off top yeah. No, nah. no, no. But what you should be striving for before anything is the respect. Do you get the respect <laughs> in this game? Facts. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Man, you know? that's real. So, so yeah, it's like I said, it's it's a process that definitely gets hard. But um, we need to have moments like with us and how we you know we kick it and we talk and we say look i see you all the way over there you know what i'm saying yeah. i see you doing your thing and you know we have to have a support system for us all you know it, it shouldn't be like no categories to support it's just we need to support each other and and recognize that it gets easier when we all come together and show that love because yeah. i done came a long way because of the respect and the love that I've shown mm. to people, even when I wasn't on point, like I was still listening and, you know, chiming in on people's shows. Um, yeah. I was still guesting on different shows. I wasn't guesting as much now 
well, I wasn't guessing as much then as I am now, but even the few instances where I did, it was just like I had to like tell you up front to your face, like I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. I really yeah. like what you the do. Respect. You yeah. know. Um I even suggest show topics if I feel like a topic, even if I came up with the topic, but I feel like it fits your platform. Yep. I give it to you. Yeah. You know, you know, we gotta support each other like that. So um just having those morals and that integrity has taken me so far and i've only really been back to podcasting for maybe i want to say two and a half maybe three months because i fell off hard i got to that point where i didn't have nothing to say i think that started in like november of last year mm -hmm. and i didn't i don't think i got back until maybe march and i've just been like you know sting rolling ever yeah. since and literally every show is somebody like when am, when is it my turn to be on it when when am i gonna get a guest spot when it is when that and and i'm just laughing because I, I i understand obviously you like murph damn it hey, uh, so i'm with you i'm laughing because i understand yes sir mm -hmm. yeah and i'm just so grateful for it you know what i'm saying yeah. because i like i had to re like you have to reestablish yourself like yeah. it's so much to this that it people is. just do not understand you have to you have to come back new ever so often like you you go 100 shows and now you got to figure out well how am i gonna keep them entertained yep. you know it's it's just so much to this and you know if you don't respect it don't do it you know what i'm saying like if you don't respect the game don't play the game you know that's it you spitting a lot of gems, man. And, and it's interesting because behind the scenes, and I've said this, I'm sure, a time or two, but I, 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 I have, I don't have a vision board, but I have things that I write down on paper. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I have my short-term goals. I have my long-term goals. I have my uh, future guests for celebrities. I have yeah. my guests as far as peers, and then I have guests like man. I want to have a police officer. Uh, I want to mm -hmm. have a fireman. I want to have a doctor. I want you know. So I break it down. Right. To right. your point, I'm just adding to your point. So for those listeners now, they like getting two different perspectives if they want to be that host to where they have people hitting them up and they seeing the growth and and, and like you said, people have a story to tell and they're looking for a reputable source that they can actually just mm -hmm. be themselves yep that's exactly what it is that's exactly what it is i just recently put out um an episode of a um it's like a segment called teach me how to love you better right mm -hmm. and um ultimately what that platform does is it's a honest conversation coming from men directed towards women on how we can better communicate and reconnect with each other. Right. So um, what's interesting about this process is that, like, I don't really do a whole lot. Like the woman is really speaking, you know, the majority of the show. Mm -hmm. But all I have to do on this platform is be quiet and listen to her while she's speaking. Yes, sir. And you will be surprised at how much of a difference that makes to a woman when she has this story that she's been withholding within herself for so long like just to just to have somebody that don't have no romantic 
relationship with you that's not trying to take advantage of the opportunity because y'all sitting there vulnerable with one another like just somebody to sit there and listen and and say look i feel your pain what can i do to make this easier for you you will be surprised how receptive and how open women become in this particular realm and surprisingly i have so many women like i just put i just put the the ideas in the atmosphere look i want to talk to the women on this 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 and this and they've been coming in droves because i'm showing you that look i just want to i just want to hear you out yeah you know so you definitely have to make people comfortable you have to you know you have to stand on those words even when somebody want to check your resume and say look i i don't know if you are who you say you yeah, are you got to stand up and <laughs> And put your resume on the table. Look, these are my credentials. This is where these credentials come from. Yeah. You know, and that process alone, like the women that I'm talking to about their issues with men, is like it blows my mind because as many women as you think, you know, share the same feelings, like you'll hear their feelings and they'll sound like every other woman. Oh, you know, niggas ain't shit or whatever. And it sounds the same, but the backstory behind it. Yes, sir. You wouldn't believe like how vastly different every experience can actually be for the same outcome to end up being what it is. Like, yeah, they're saying the same thing. Men are trash. But when you really dig through that and find out why they saying this shit, it'll make you look at yourself and say, well, damn, maybe I need to pay more attention to my shit before yeah. I get back out here and date yeah. after these heartbreaks. So maybe I need to pay attention to how I talk to women because maybe this is what they hearing yeah. when I say something. Like it'll really make you check yourself. Self-reflection. So, yeah. It's key. So we get help. I mean, we get to help ourselves and talking to people when these guests come. come and on. you know, we get to we get to find our own resources for a lot of the goals that we have by these small conversations that open the opportunities up for us. <laughs> you know, my my mentor wants to be on my show. Like is. I that's crazy to me. Yeah. You know, people you look up to, it's like, look, it's time for me and you to sit down and have a conversation. It's like, well, damn, <laughs> I was preparing for you. You know, so it's it's a lot of stuff that you know comes into this but you know much respect to you and you know all of the accomplishments that i get to celebrate long distance you know yeah. and see because well, i appreciate that too man I'm you know family, it's man, you know 200 200 plus shows ain't easy nah. ain't easy you know and we have to celebrate each other like we celebrate ourselves man that's a huge accomplishment to still be in the game and still had that same love for it yeah still had that same high volume confidence and that energy and you know you just feel like you just feel like you at the cookout or you feel like you at the barbershop when you kick yeah. it with murph it ain't you know it's not like oh we're just sitting down having an interview you kicking it with your partner yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and yeah. to do that 200 plus shows yeah bro I appreciate that's hard it. i appreciate it man and and, and i'm glad that you're saying that and no listeners i didn't pay bj there go bj 
do my sound effects manually. I'm just being 100, though. People, and when they look at me, they say, how does he do it? Oh, he just make it look so easy. He don't even really put forth effort into his craft. I just spoke to him. Or he just had this guess. Or how is he mixing sports with everyday life and having women and men and... It's times where I'm up to two, three, four in the morning. Yeah. I ain't got yeah. two or three hours of sleep, maybe two or three hours of sleep. I, but like you said earlier, with the women talking about us as men, I look at what put me in this position is being in this corporate world being a tall educated black man in the naysayers and the haters and it's just so much that we carry on our backs mm-hmm. that when mm-hmm. i finally said hell or high water i'm about to do me yeah my yeah. job can say whatever they want murph that's it all right copy that it was a good run People close to me can say, Merv, what are you doing? You neglecting A, B, C, and D. Whatever. I can yeah. sleep at night. Even though it's not many hours, but I can lay my head knowing that I am being myself. And like you said, that it's all about when people say your name, your brand, your show title, they like, yo, it's nothing but respect. And if I ain't got nothing else from you, BJ, I ain't asked you for one cent. Mm-hmm. I ain't even yeah. ask you to be on my show But if I do ask you for anything BJ have I earned your respect If you say Absolutely. yeah Bruh I'm on it And let's get yeah. to You know what I'm saying And that's where I'm yeah. at in my life I'm 36 I'm at an age I've seen a lot As people know mm-hmm. I've been saying this a lot And like you said It's like Murph we say the same stuff Or BJ we say the same stuff How can we change But you also gotta in my opinion, it, with my experience, you still got to let people know what brought you. Like E.T., I'm a big E.T. fan. Eric Thomas, uh, motivational mm-hmm. speaker. He like, yo, I ate out of trash cans. I was a high school dropout. He going to make sure that's out there. I even listened to Joyce Meyer, how her father molested her or has, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He physically touched her. Yeah. D. Murphy, yeah. yo, he grew up without his father. He was locked up. His mom had him at 16. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, them people I just named want to keep throwing that out there to let you know, like you said, yo, I'm real. I'm true. I've experienced this. So what you see, the glamour, quote unquote, you know, glitz, nah, bruh. Nah. <laughs> and that don't, and that really don't even make the creative happy at the end of the day yep you know what i'm saying like you'll be surprised that the people that you look at that got everything that's still unhappy Come on, man. you know what i'm saying like that core ain't right yep and that that becomes the focus because what i've learned in this process is that you have to pay attention to every detail when it comes to what makes you happy because you'll learn quick that a lot of the stuff that you thought made you happy was just a stimulant it wasn't like satisfaction it wasn't because it brought you joy and bring you nothing but 
something to carry you over into the next instance where you need something else to make you feel better you know what i'm saying and yeah. that don't last long for nobody for nobody you'll look up and you will be the richest loneliest person in the room and that nice. just that's always been like a huge huge thing for me is to make sure that i add substance to everything that i do you know um you know, just telling your homies, like, look, bro, I love you, man. You ain't you ain't going through this by yourself. Whenever right. you need me, hit me up. Yep. That make a difference yeah, to man. what people going through. You yeah. know, like those those conversations where you say, Look, I saw you do something that I ain't too much care for. Do you know that this is what you did? Yep. Why are you doing this? What's going on? Tell me what's been going on in your life. Yeah. How you feel. You know what I'm saying? And those conversations take you places you know you you know you become that go-to person because we all need that person that's gonna no help doubt. us get our head together no doubt you know what i'm saying and i think i think if we understood how much responsibility comes with what we do how much empowerment comes from what we do you know we'll respect it more you know it's some people that you know really don't even know how much game they give to navigate in these streets and navigate in this world and you know how to be you know conducive to your circle and yep. you giving so much game out like you really help people with this stuff that we do so you know it's all in what you pride yourself in and i just want to be that dude that prides myself in the people you know and i know that just sound like you know a rehearsed answer because you always hear somebody tell you oh i just do it for my people nah like i for real yeah only want to see my people doing good like you ain't got to pay me i ain't never asked nobody for nothing yeah when it came to no podcast you ain't got to pay me for nothing yeah y'all want to work let's work let's, let's work. talk that's it, it yeah. you know um i'm not gonna give you that hollywood answer no oh i'm just super busy if i don't want to do it hey look it ain't the time <laughs> facts <laughs> you know like I, I just i just can't be that person so i always make sure i just keep it real with my peers when you're doing good i tell you yeah. you know um i've been on this campaign of you know just going around to all of the shows that i support and leaving them a review like we got to be big about that yeah. Like tell these folks how good and how dope they are because I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but I know I experienced it when you putting all that work and all that time in and you don't even know if people really fucking with it or not. Oh, that's real. <laughs> you I had a moment know. like that. <laughs> Dude, like three months ago, and they and, and, and listeners, I'm just being transparent. It wasn't for me, it wasn't the listens. It was Am I reaching a different audience? Mm -hmm. yeah. That was what it was for me. And then I yeah. got this email that was like, aha, which I'll talk about later on in in the next few months. But I was like, that's what I needed. Because I did. I'm like, yo, I got the core audience, which yeah. is dope. I'm going to keep dropping. But after so many years, almost three years in this game, bruh. You like, damn, yeah. where's the love? Yeah, you know I'm, I'm like, like, yeah. I'm linking up with this person, this person, this person. What's up? But then mm -hmm. and I and I really feel when I now it's my spiritual side kicking in. When I finally submitted and was like, Lord, I've gave every ounce I've 
sacrifice sleep even spending some time you know what i'm saying with my family because they know how passionate i am and i and, and they know this is going to be our way out but mm-hmm. why am i still feeling like i'm at a standstill yeah yeah that was me a couple of days ago man you know that was me a couple of days ago but what you what you don't see is the world like shifting around you yep right um oddly when i was in that mode of like damn i i feel worthless at some points you know it's just like it's not really for like the accolades and the glory but it's just like that like your spirit feels empty because you don't put everything on the line everything is been dumped on the table yep. you sorted through it you talked about what was important even the shit that wasn't like you you left it all yep. on the recording and then when it's out there and you finally get it out and you still don't feel like it was received the way it should have been right because you know what you went through yep. it takes those it takes your peers who go through this same thing you know to 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 go out of their way and say look man let me go on your page and tell you what kind of inspiration you are to me personally yeah and you know it takes those people who understand what that process is to say look let me shoot over here and and tell murph how dope he's been for three years plus and this 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 and this Mm -hmm. because only these people really know like the outside world don't really care yeah what it take because yeah. they're just a consumer but yeah. for the person who knows what it takes to do you know 250 shows and you know what you go through with the 100 that you may have done like take that time out for your partner and say look let me go on this page let me retweet let me yeah. let me suggest to people yeah. like this is who y'all need to be listening to this is yeah. who you know gives me my motivation on a monday yeah. this is who gives yeah. me my motivation on a friday yeah you know what I'm saying? Like we have to like big each other up. And that's a huge part of the process for being a creator. Like if you're not a person who supports other people, you're not going to make it. Yeah. You're not going to make it. You know, if you ain't pulling up to some of these events yeah, and, man. you know, shaking hands and all of that, like you're not going to make it because it's a relationship based industry. Like podcasting ultimately it, it thrives off of <laughs> The relationships that you build. No, you spit. Man, hey, if ain't nobody taking notes that's <laughs> listening, like BJ is telling you guys things that I've told you, conversations mm-hmm. I've had when we've linked up in person. BJ, when we spoke in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I holler at you. I, I ain't speak to you much before then. I, I think we spoke once. Yeah, we spoke a couple times before then. But but that but, was like the that was the first wake up call that I can honestly remember. I remember like, uh, and I'm gonna tell your people just how much of an impact you've had on me because of course I gotta put my resume <laughs> on the table. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Like we got done with the show um completion of a compliment and me and murph went and sat on the couch and yep. the first thing came out murph mouth was what's the problem yep right so i'm like what you mean bro he like what's the problem what's yep. the hold up why are you bullshitting yep like like facts i'm like damn you know and when your peers are like you know sitting it's a room full of our peers like everybody yep. knows me everybody knows <laughs> right. Yep. What I bring to the table. That wasn't even the question. It was just the fact that 
I felt small in a room full of my peers. That was really the issue. It wasn't even that I was uncomfortable with what I was doing because I've been doing it. Yep. It's been it's been going on for two, three years at this point. And so when your peer come and say, well, what's the problem, bro? Like you bullshitting. Yeah. You sitting on you sitting on gold and you got something to say It's it's already structured. It's time for you to quit playing around mm -hmm. and take this serious. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the moments I'm like, damn, like. I need to really get myself in the position I want to be in. And, of course, I took that and I ran with it as far as I could go. I think I got in about maybe eight episodes at that point. Mm -hmm. um, still really didn't work on the shit that I knew I needed to work on. That was still kind of, it wasn't like full-fledged in a way, yeah. but it was like showing itself through the process. But I wasn't focusing on it. Ended up getting to about eight episodes and shit just fell apart and then i was right back left with those conversations that i was having with you and with avery and with mtv and with all of these different people i remember even like shout out to brother to the night like brother to the night just hitting me up like i don't know what you're going through but it sounds like self-doubt and you got a gift get on your shit yep you know what i'm saying that, like that goes and a long way it Man, that stuff that like your peers are like doing and saying for you in those in those dark places and when you confuse, that shit gets you through. So I'm like, all right, I sat out, you know, I did my prayer and meditation. I started my vision board. I, you know, I took all of my lumps and I said, look, do I do I have to revisit some of these lumps? Let me make sure I get these out the way before I give it another go. Because when I do it this time, ain't no stopping. Ain't no stopping. And the very first show that I came back with was called No More Comebacks. I ain't coming back no more. Yeah. I belong here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was and that was the start of it. And I've been rolling ever since. I can't even I can't even get to my release dates good enough. I'm dropping them early. Like, hey, this it two is. days early. <laughs> So listeners, subscribers, whoever you are listening to us, just subscribe to your favorite podcast because you might never know when they'll drop. Mm -hmm. Bonus episode or just this heat. You're like, I'm gonna just put this out. Just so that's why you gotta subscribe and follow the yeah. your favorite podcast host or whatever show that you listen to. Yeah, it's it's necessary, man. We you know, we really trying to take this thing a lot further um we've seen some of the figurative a-list celebrities come down to you know our level and take Man. ideas we done seen uh, it hey you know hey, you, hey the flagrant too <laughs> you, you trying to start stuff no but this ain't hey man i'm yeah, i'm true. glad the flagrant the truth, too man. that that's a whole nother story and a whole nother show but for yeah. those out there in this podcast world, y'all know who the OG when it comes to the flagrant two is. I'm gonna leave oh, it like yeah. that. You know what I'm <laughs> you, that's all you gotta say. That's that all, resume speaks for itself. But I, I, I'm gonna say this though, BJ. One, I came to you like that, and I'm glad that you said that because when I tell people something, it's not just so. Oh man, Murph just trying to make me feel good. No, you had. Three outspoken men, me, Penrose, and MTV. We can hold conversations. Mm-hmm. You were the host. You conducted that to where everybody had an opportunity. 
Everybody can't keep us tamed like that. I know that. <laughs> I know that. And it was alcohol involved. It was like you said, it was our peers. So we didn't really have no reason to be, quote unquote, having a structured conversation. But you did it. And when yeah, you sat yeah. by yourself, and I'm like, dude, we just did a dope show. I ain't even, I, I just know it's going, I knew it was dope. And you, and like you said, Merv, I, I don't think I belong. I'm like, bro, you, you, you need to get out of my face. First, we out of town <laughs> kicking it. And I'm just being honest. I'm, yo, we, the listeners want to hear my side. I'm going to tell them. We out of town. Mm-hmm. We kicking it. We having a good time. We kicking it with our peers. Bro, what are you not confident about? Like, we took time to be on your show. That mm-hmm. should have been a key to show you we rock with you. Then number two, as a host. You gotta be confident. Yeah, you got to. You got to. They Even can hear if, it when you ain't sure of yourself. What? They can definitely hear it. Yeah. You the yeah. host. It's your show. If I don't respect you, your show, and or your platform, yeah, I I ain't coming back. Or I'm not going like you said. Hey man, you need to go check out this show. No, yeah, this dude yeah. soft man. We run all over, and we was talking about everything other than what I supposed to be on the show to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was like my first moment of, you know, because it that that show meant a lot for a lot of reasons, because, um, you know, people who knew me then I was the number two man, the Penrose when we were doing Penrose versus anybody. Yep, yep, yep. And, you know, like Penrose was my big homie at that time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the talent. Yeah. So to have the person who everybody is kind of like looking at as the face of right. what you do right and even he's even he told me like on the plane he was like bro like that was that shit was like supremely dope yep you know what i'm saying and it was just that moment that we had on the plane where we just like you know you definitely need to refine what you're doing and and get this out here the right way because this wasn't this not the typical first show like usually the first show is just oh i'm just on the mic talking my shit i ain't figured out what i'm gonna do yet but like no this was like structured it was it was informative it was educational it was you know the homies kicking it it was so much about it that shouldn't have shouldn't have like been looked over right you know what i'm saying so like it was like it was a, a statement piece the, the very first time and i really didn't even want to put it in with the rest of the content i wanted it to stand on its own that's why ultimately it was the very first show but it's not episode one because i knew just how much of a overwhelming response it was going to get so i just threw it out there like this is my vegas show that I did and then episode one came shortly after that and then it just started to roll you know but I knew I knew then like I have to be a lot more confident I have to talk more and like all of those sittings where you know I was challenged by the knights about some of the shit that I was saying then Murph telling me look you bullshitting (laughs) then folks that heard the show that was kind of in the room it's like bro what you doing like what you doing you know everybody same shit what you doing like you know and that's what that's what put me in this position and now you can't tell me shit nah like i got it nah yeah you know like you got it 
Oh, you got it. Listening yeah. to you, I'm like, yeah, he 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 giving y'all the game, y'all. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, it take more of us to like. We have to be in those. Um, I don't know what they call it. It's like the executive positions where we we tell people the truth and we we kind of give the newbies the direction because i really i really feel like we need those kind of people around to like tell the truth man like yeah. this shit ain't easy man yeah. like don't don't get down on yourself yeah you might miss a drop date here and there but look keep pushing yeah be consistent yep you gotta be consistent like you know it, it needs to be those kind of people around you know so that's always been me, you know, just the, the big supporter, the person in the background that just stepped out front for a little bit. But I'm still that that guy that, you know, give out advice and, you know, help you with your edits or whatever. I'm just that dude that want to support the culture, you know. So, yeah, it's been good for me. Yeah, man. And it's more great things to come, big dog. Look at the time. Look at the time. They're like Murph. <laughs> Murph, we know what that means. Yeah, man. It's been uh it's been an hour. It's been oh, yeah. an hour. Oh yeah. It went by quick too. <laughs> few, 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 few. Yeah, man. That's that manual sound effects. But world overall, y'all y'all heard There Go BJ, host of Change the Subject. We'll have you just man thought provoking subjects having you thinking about some stuff which we need to talk about more it's not a mm -hmm. myth it's not taboo on some of the things he do hit on it's things that i i, I couldn't do as a host i mean i yeah. could but that's not naturally me but this yeah, guy it's, has it's it. some touchy shit on there yeah you know? yeah 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 and i now and it's interesting what i i thought about that i said when when I'm rocking with BJ, he's going, he's more of an intimate. Yeah. Uh, I won't say intimate person, but his content is intimate to where, like, on Twitter, they said your audience. Yeah. That's what you were content. And I don't know who yeah. said it. I don't care. But it, 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 you have to be mature to grasp. What is being said Like I have to feel like I'm You bet Basically you better be ready to talk Yeah You gotta be ready If yeah. you're not ready to talk on his show You Yeah <laughs> You gonna That's when you get teed up Like the flag or two So you get teed up And you get ejected from the conversation Yeah You know yeah. what I'm saying and It's I, real easy for that yeah. Exactly And I just know When I'm talking with you Murph, you need to you, you need to dig deep, and I'm and I'm not to say I don't dig deep, but it's gonna be a more serious. It's gonna be mm. it's gonna be some delicate topics yeah. or some delicate answers that the average person in the world don't know. And one last thing I will say before we close, I just had a show with Jackie. Shout mm -hmm. out to her, I'm Shout just out to Jackie. Her. Yeah, and, and just being able to be quote unquote vulnerable to the world. To express how you feel And that wasn't my purpose But yeah. when you have A person you have a rapport with When they just be like You know what Hey man it's my brother You know yeah. I'm just going to tell right, my story right. Regardless of what feedback I get I'm just going to let it out I might help somebody I might not But it's therapeutic I let it out and now boom You know what I mean And Yeah yeah, it's a, it's, I kind of feel I kind of feel that too. Like, um, 
I didn't get all the way through it. I'm still like kind of, you know, in the middle of that episode. But I've always told Jackie um, personally that it's a lot more to what to her that you really don't get to see because right. of the persona she has on social media. She's just like full of life. She has this um, certain level of energy yep. and she, you know, she's just like lit. You know, you you get to see her in her you know her comfortable space but like jackie low-key is a boss like she's an accountant she deals with numbers yeah she has a business you know she's a woman in her prime she got a lot of stuff that like the average person can't just you know you can't kick the shit with jackie like that like if you really want to know something for real you gotta dig and i i'm that person like she know i told her like we ain't gonna have a comfortable conversation when she come over this way yeah you know what I'm saying? I want to talk to the boss. I want to talk yeah. to the woman that has to like maneuver through these streets and and you know find her way even as a woman in her prime. Like you that's real. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. women 40, 50 years old still looking for love and Come still on. making the same relationship mistakes. Like we yeah. got to talk to them. Yeah. So like, yeah, she know. I told her like, yeah. "Hey, we we going to talk talk." <laughs> <laughs> And I love Jackie. I, yeah, I, I love her to death. Man. And I really do feel like she needs to tell her complete story. Yeah. Like, that's that's what we're here for. That's we're here for, we you know, the transparency. And, yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully I get to sit down with her and, you know, build <laughs> on that. But, yeah, that's when good. I was listening, I'm like, yeah, Murph got her in that corner. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's the Jackie you don't get to see all exactly. the time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. But I applaud you. Because yes, we in the same lane, but we're not. Right, right, right. And that's the beauty of what we yeah. do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. it's room to have similarities, but we can still be creative and different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what makes us creatives. We we understand the art form of this. You yeah. know, so I can salute my brother and say, man, you did a good job. Even yeah. though I, you know, I know what it takes to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I and I know that I'm struggling with it. I'm still in that position to say, man, a nigga got it done. Yeah. Good job. Facts. You know facts what I'm saying? on facts on facts because again, that's a whole nother story for a part two. Cause our conversation was dope, which we didn't even hit on half of it. Right, right. But it's always part two. I, I love it, man. That's what that's <laughs> what the it. best being a <laughs> that's the best thing of being a content creator. Because we like, yo, we can talk for another hour, but it's getting oh, late. Yeah. You know that. I know that. We trying to figure out this, that, and the other and push back. Y'all, we went through a lot to give y'all this episode. And y'all really don't oh, yeah. know. Oh, yeah. We did, but we got y'all. And we appreciate y'all listening. That's 100. So, BJ, where can they find you? Where can they find your show? And if they have any questions or concerns, how can they find you on social media as well as email? Yes, sir. You can definitely find me on Twitter. Um, communication wise, I'm only on Twitter. That's uh, Dergo BJ. That's D E R G O B J on Twitter. My show is uh, Change the Subject, and that can be found on Instagram at The Subject Change. Email, you can send me an email at Changed Subject, C H A N G E D, subject at gmail.com. My show is pretty much hosted everywhere. Um, I'm on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple and Google Podcasts. I'm on Stitcher. 
I'm on Radio Public, Anchor, CastBox. I'm just about everywhere. So um, wherever you consume your podcast, you can definitely find me there. Um, I do have the new process that I'm going through with uh, Teach Me How to Love You Better. I'm still reaching out to the women. Um, if you are a woman who has a story, definitely hit me up. Send me a DM, whatever. I'm here. I just want to you know, encourage healthy conversations. So if that's what you want, hit me up. I'm here. Hit him up. Hey, y'all, hit him up <laughs> for, for, for my flagrant two listeners, especially for the women. Hey, hit up BJ. <laughs> he he going to really, I told you, I, when I t- with the big homie, to try to get y'all a heads up. Be ready to talk. If you're not ready, ready to, to let 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 uh, put your put your soul out there, don't even don't even reach out because <laughs> you will have to dive in deep. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's a yeah, good thing, we, and it's healthy and it's free. It's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Three ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, buddy. But for those first time listeners, for the avid listeners, for those who rock with me, who has been rocking with me, I cannot do this without y'all, BJ. Bro, you know it's all love, man. I'm just glad I was able to talk to you in person because it's always yes, different right. when we talk in person than over the phone or through a text or a tweet. Right, Yo, right, bro, right. I, I sat you down and I was honest because I knew we don't see each other every day, but I've been in the game long enough at that time to say, yo, what you did, we need more of that. And I'm glad you yes, took sir. that time away to be like, man, I know Murph said it, but now I'm seeing it. We need more hosts, especially men of color, that can show that they can talk to not to only men, but the women. Yes, sir. And that's a yes, whole nother sir. story, too. But anyway, yeah. I just got to say that because I've had some feedback. Like, Murph, you are one of the few men that know how to actually talk to a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an art to that. That's that's a whole nother show So that's a whole nother show So BJ remember that Whether it's your platform or mine We will continue that particular topic But but y'all I'm out I promise y'all Because it it is getting late It is late And y'all like Murph we gotta go But Murph we need to keep this going But y'all know we gonna be back for another week but I love y'all. Y'all know where to find me on Twitter and Instagram at ishdmurf. Email me, ishdmurf at yahoo.com. Wherever you listen to podcasts, hit me up. Hit up BJ. Change the subject. And if you don't find a flagrant two with yours truly, the big homie, let me know so I can make sure I can be added on that. You know what I'm saying? It's so many that I might miss. But it's some that, hey. We, we need to be representing and become a representative. Representative. Yep. I can't even freaking talk. But we need to be there so we can represent for us right, men right. hosts that's doing a damn thing. But y'all already yes, know <laughs> how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on. Day in and day out Man, it's a grind Don't lose the vision Fight the good fight uh, D-Murph, you did it again Setting trends like you winning the win Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins Connecting dots now with all the pins We just trying to be good men Adore my wife and I love my kids I never let them down, never let them frown Never let a clown take a crown Hit me cause of brown, that's okay I got the blood of a king Sword in the dream, ain't all with a scene Try to turn us to fiends We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream It's all about the dollar bill, y'all And stop chasing that thrill, y'all
These police trying to kill y'all I'm just here trying to heal y'all So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rocking with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So melanin Being better man We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life And that's how we approach ya